That was my best impression of it. What is going on, everybody? Welcome to another episode of Franchise Unpacked. My name is Zach. And my name is Dave. And today, uh, we're actually, we're, we're doing something special. This is like a double, a double special thing. because A triple special thing. It really is, because it's not only the first ever part two that we've done, it's also the first time in Franchise Unpacked history that we have a repeat guest. Oh, he's an all-star. Oh, yes, yes. So please join us in welcoming Mr. Will Goringer. Hey-o. I was I was really hoping that like there would be like thunderous applause. Maybe I'll edit some in. <laughs> like I'll, yeah. I'll just have like a crowd going yeah, nuts. Absolutely. Yeah. I mean, like you said, Will is one of our superstars. What uh, you were on the Pokemon? Yes, episode. I was on the Pokemon episode, yes. and then I gave some side commentary on the original Zelda. Original. Yeah, yeah. He was he was on that very couch. Which yeah. good. Thank you for mentioning that. If anyone uh, hasn't already checked it out, our very very first episode of the podcast, posted years and years ago, was uh, <laughs> is the Legend of Zelda part. One, um, I think it's even labeled Part One because we just knew we were calling. I, it I think back I took that off. Yeah. Oh, you did. Yeah, okay. Originally, we did have it labeled Part One because we were like, "There's more to this." Talk about yeah. calling it and like, you know, when you watch a really crappy movie and they're right. like, "They're setting this up for a trilogy." <laughs> Wait, are Whoa. you saying that Franchise Unpacked is a really crappy I mean, movie? <laughs> at the, in the first couple episodes, we didn't know where this we were, was going. We were finding our footing for <laughs> but, sure. But yeah, um, thank you so much, Will, for yeah. for joining us Anytime. again. Um, now people might be wondering why we chose to do a part two of Zelda right now, uh, mainly because for those of you who aren't aware, E3 just occurred a few weeks ago. By the time this episode comes out, uh, it's only about a, it just ended for us right now when we're recording this, but it was a couple of weeks ago. Yeah. Last week. And, um, first, first thoughts. Will, what did, yeah, what did you think, think of E3 in general? Let's, yeah, let's um, go there. So I only really paid attention to uh, Nintendo's portion of it. So okay. I watched uh, I watched the release on Lunch at Work. Um, and the only other titles I've seen were, like, the really big um, Cyberpunk titles. Yeah, like, huge, Cyberpunk was the big one. Keanu. Yeah, yeah, yeah and, and a couple other ones. Let's be honest. Let's be honest. But for the most part, I only really paid attention to the uh, Nintendo stuff. But I saw a lot of stuff that I really, really liked. I think they had a really solid presentation. What did you think of the new uh, Corgi Pokemon with a fun little butt? I don't know what its name is. It looks like a Corgi, though. I liked the uh, the Raven-looking one. I think that's the coolest one I've seen so far. Okay, but everything that I've seen for Pokemon so far has been this huge uproar about the graphics. Is it Sword and Shield? This is Sword and Shield. And it's all about the graphics because people are comparing the original Breath of the Wild to the trees like and so so on that i i agree with you but people i think are directing the blame at nintendo which produced breath of the wild versus game freak which is used to producing handheld pokemon games so i'm i'm maintaining a fair amount of skepticism until the games come out and i I will still buy it let's be real here but it i from what i'm seeing it's not the game that we wanted for our first like yeah. console Pokemon game. Now, wait, I'm confused. Are they saying that Pokemon Sword and Shield is going to be like the first, the closest thing people have wanted from a console Pokemon game? That's like we, we like a traditional hoping. Pokemon game. We we were all hoping for like a full-scale RPG Pokemon game. Right, because right. Pikachu Go and Eevee Go are like not a traditional Pokemon game. It was, it was essentially just a, a close. remake. Yeah, it was essentially just a remake of the first yeah. one. Yeah. It whetted the appetite. So yeah. and then obviously the uh, the thing that stole the show at E3 mm-hmm. was, well, first of all, so Nintendo, if you guys didn't catch E3 or whatever, Nintendo showed more gameplay, a longer trailer for Link's Awakening. Yep. And it looked 
beautiful. Yeah. It's it looks a, amazing. A whole new art style. Yeah. Fun design. It looks like you're playing in an actual physical, like, claymation game. Or yeah. like a like a diorama. Remember those old dioramas you used to yeah, make? Yeah. It's using that tilt shift yeah. camera. Yeah. yeah. But it's it's really funny the the mixed reaction because it's it's almost like when Wind Waker was announced yeah. because that uh that like tech demo they had before was uh Ocarina of Time Link fighting Ganondorf and right, it was super right. realistic and then and Wind then Waker came out and everyone was like what, what the heck dude this looks like a kids well, game who yeah. did, someone else did that oh for the Final Fantasy VII remake years ago they showed the they redid the entire opening video of FF7 with the graph like a graphic update and then at the very end they're like this was just a demo we're really yeah. not doing that and the out yeah. Yeah, I was so yeah. ravenous that Square Enix like, so, was forced. But I, I, I personally am super excited for Link's Awakening because yes. that well, was my first handheld Zelda game. And, and then I, there was a Luigi's Mansion announcement as yes. well. I think that was like kind of the other big-ish yep. kind of announcement. Well, and, uh, was, Animal Crossing 2 was up there, too. Oh, yeah, that's oh, right. Yeah. That's right. Yep. Um, and it was funny, too. So I watched I, I was tuning in uh, for, for anybody that works with me listening to this. Uh, don't don't tell anybody but i was i was watching it work um it was right before launch i was getting ready to leave we all watch Um, it work i watched it so i watched the Link's awakening uh trailer and i was i was actually texting with will at the time i was like dude this looks so good and uh i I was like okay cool that's all that's coming out and then i went to lunch yeah and Uh then as i was on lunch i get a text from will just full of expletives and i was like what what's going on and he was like breath of the wild 2 and I was like, and you you were like, don't don't mess with me. I literally like, was like, don't joke, like stop. And then I, you know, I, I googled it, yeah. and sure enough, there was that uh, just beautiful, beautiful little oh, and cut it looks, scene. It looks so dark though, which yeah. is gonna be awesome. So and we'll oh go, go ahead a little bit, just uh, just a little bit off of the Nintendo my side of E three. I really want uh, the Square Enix uh, release. I was I was mostly curious, and I'm very skeptical now. I was curious yeah. about the Avengers game. I don't know if you guys the yeah, Square Enix. Yeah. Uh, there was a lot of hype, and what I was reading before had me excited. And I'm not complaining about the design of the characters. I understand you can't do the movie. You can't right. have Robert Downey Jr. and Chris. Sure. That's a very expensive game to make. But I'm not worried about the design. If they want to tweak it, they can. The gameplay, I, I, you find out that if you're playing single player, you have to switch off between the Avengers. It's not a multiplayer game unless you're doing just the little side missions. Huh. Those are the only multiplayer aspects. Mm-hmm. So I'm just a very, I don't like the idea of being forced into multiple different characters that you can't like level up and get really good. Yeah, with. I, that really bothers me. I honestly haven't seen any yeah. gameplay. I've only seen yeah. the, that video. the backlash about the uh, design. It didn't. Yeah. In like, I don't know, the gameplay didn't look that riveting to me. Mm-hmm. Uh, no, it, but. We, it could we, be. It could be. And we don't want to spend too much time on E3 because sure. we know the real reason you're here is Zelda. We digress. Know, as, yeah. as for us as well. So we're just going to do a really quick recap. Some of this stuff is going to be things that you did here in the first episode ever of Franchise Impact and also the first episode of Zelda. But um, so that, you know, the franchise was created by Shigeru Miyamoto um, and it was sort of based around this idea of just exploration and full, almost like wonder. Yep. Um, and. Over the years, obviously, you know, because like the first Zelda was totally open. There was no no guide, no map, nothing. Yep. Um, and then over the years, it got a little bit more linear. Uh, you know, you started to see things like Ocarina of Time, which I love. Don't yep. get me wrong. Like, that's one of my favorite games of all time. Um, they took like kind of a darker approach with Majora's Mask. Yep. Uh, then, they, then we had our, you know, Wind Waker. We had, yeah, we had all these incredible games come out i mean i'm honestly zelda is like my favorite franchise of all time yeah, so me too. I'm, I'm just like a, a fanboy over all of it but uh we're gonna try really hard for this episode to focus up a little bit more on Link's awakening and breath of the wild um which there, oh yeah go you ahead. guys actually when we were talking about e3 you missed a uh 
a small Zelda uh, mention in oh, there. Yes, there was an indie game that got Zelda licensing. I saw this. So were it, these the cartoon image? I saw cartoon drawing images. Yes, almost. Okay, uh, but that's that's just for the design. Okay, uh, like the graphic design. But it's called the Cadence of Hyrule, and it is a sequel to an indie game called Crypt of the Necrodancer. Which was a uh, I remember the Crypt yeah. of the Necrodancer. Yeah, yeah. So it was a it was a t- for anyone who doesn't know uh, what Crypt of the Necrodancer is. It was a top down um, kind of dungeon crawler type of game. Yeah, where yeah. it was based on box movement, but you could only move to the beat of the song yep. that was playing in the background. Right. So this is a sequel to that game, and it got Zelda licensing. So it's all to Zelda music, Zelda enemies, Zelda bosses, but it still revolves around that musical theme. Um, and it dropped the night of, or uh, two days after Nintendo's E3 conference. So it is available for purchase now. Yeah, it was not, available no, as of last it, right? Thursday. Yes, I've I bought it. Um, my week has been super hectic, so I only have uh, two or three hours into the game so far. But okay. you love it, it is it's really good. It's really like because it's such a different gameplay mechanic. Um, honestly, it's like really really hard until you start to I'm like sure. pick it up. So now it's, it's not easy, but it's a it's a great time. I like it a lot. We had mentioned in the previous Zelda episode there was the game that was close to Dynasty Warriors. I can't remember what was it Hyrule called. Warriors. Hyrule Warriors. Yes. Is it, does it give that feel of like, we just skimmed it. It's kind of Uh, like that cheapy, like, oh, you just I I didn't play Crypt of the Necrodancer, but I feel like the people, I feel like it's going to draw in a lot of people like me. The exact reason I bought it was because it was a new concept and it had Zelda. Um, But people that enjoyed the first one, I feel like could play this one and it would be different enough where it wouldn't be boring. Yeah, especially because the music, because I'm such like I'm such a music person like music. And I am too. Well, so and that's one of the best, arguably one of the best parts of the Legend of Zelda franchise. Oh, is yeah. All the, music. the music is fantastic. Um, but I don't know. I those types of like reskin games, mm-hmm. they just never really hit with me. Like even when we played Hyrule Warriors, I mean, we played probably what a solid couple hours of that. Yeah. And I just I don't know. It didn't it just ne- never clicks with me as much. See, I'm a fan of the Dynasty Warriors franchise personally. So oh, okay. going in and just oh, and sure. for hours is I always I almost look at them like it's almost like someone just modded a game. Yeah. You know yeah, what I'm saying? It's like I just bought a modded game sort of like yeah. I, I I would rather have bought a Dynasty Warriors game and then downloaded a patch almost. But like but yeah, with ne- yeah the Crypt of the Necrodancer, I'm. I feel like it would be a fun, especially as like a top down. You get that I, Zelda I imagine feel. It would be, since they're yeah. like making it as a sequel, that it would be. And I feel like they, Nintendo might be able to crack the whip a little bit too. be like, respect this. Oh, we're not just sure. giving, yeah. we're not they, just giving you graphic rights. Yeah, like they're the not going to license look. that game easily. Yeah. Right, yeah. right. So as far as Link's Awakening goes, um, that's something that it sounds like both of you have had experience with in the past. Like, I love that game. So did much. you play it growing up, Dave? I did not because we only had uh, we had the Legend of Zelda and then Link's Adventure, the second game. Yeah, we never yeah. had a uh, Super Nintendo. Mm-hmm. Um, so we just jumped, went right to N64. So we kind of missed it. I've well, played it, was, it recently. It was, um, it was also available. So they released a deluxe edition, which was available for the Game Boy. Oh, okay. Wasn't yeah. It, so that was the it. version that I played. Wasn't it was only on the Game Boy? I thought the deluxe was for Game Boy Advance. The original was for Game Link's Boy. Link's Awakening DX was an original Game Boy cartridge. Mm. Okay. So yeah, but that's, I, that's what I played. I played it on the 3DS. I downloaded a copy. Yeah. Um, so and you, I played you it recently. Played, you played the virtual console version of the game that I played. Yes. 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 Um, and it was out of this world. It was really good. It was good. so much better than I was expecting. And, mm. and my thing is, you know, and, and I'm not knocking it at all, but I've played um, A Link to the Past. 
and I've never beaten it. Mm-hmm. I love it. It's a lot of fun to play. I'm, yeah, I'm the same way. I haven't beaten it. But either. it's there's something about A Link to the Past that just doesn't stick with me. Mm-hmm. And it's not that it's a bad game. For anyone listening, I've loved every second of it that I've played. But unlike other Zeldas, it hasn't brought me back for more every time. Yeah. Um, whereas with Link's Awakening, I quite literally couldn't put it down. I was playing... I would play until my battery died, find the charger, plug into the wall, sit on the floor and play it mm-hmm. some more. Like I could not put that game down. It was and it was really cool to me um, being one of my first experiences with Zelda. The uh, the people that made the trailer for the game knew exactly what they were doing because there are little oh, like, yeah. Yeah. nods and Easter eggs mm-hmm. to certain things you can do in the game. I don't want to spoil it for anyone playing, but like the the part in the shop. Do you right. Know, do you know what I'm right. talking about? I think it's OK if we I mean, that's it's an old. Oh, yeah. That's, yeah, right. yeah. So. Uh, so there's a little Easter egg type thing uh, in the original game where you walk in the shop and there are three items for sale. And then there's the shopkeeper behind his register on the right. And he's kind of rotating based on where Link is. And if you pick up an item, you can walk behind him. And then as he looks up towards the top, you can leave the shop and essentially steal the item yeah, right. and not pay anything for it. But then if you reenter the shop, he will like zap you with electricity or whatever yeah. and kill you and so in the trailer they show or for the new game they show link going up grabbing the bow and then, and then walking, walking over behind. to the side and then it cuts to something else and i'm well, like and doesn't it change your clever. name in the game doesn't it change it to thief or something on the same uh, file it's, yes it's either thief or i don't i don't think it's cheater i think it might be thief. i think it's thief, I think it's yeah. thief which yeah. i'm just like that's such a clever little it doesn't it doesn't affect your game at all it's yeah. just you just get a game over but you get a bow for free and i think yeah. it's like 300 rupees or something yeah. like that yeah yeah and I'll, it was, t- I'll take the final name change. <laughs> and what? Uh, oh yeah, the, I just read that they mentioned thief. If you knock out the character upon reentry of the shop, yeah, mm-hmm. he'll he'll yeah. take you out. Um, but yeah, it was cool that the it was one of those Zelda games again that like the the items were important to get accessibility. I think they really added more of that into Link's Awakening. They, you weren't just you didn't just get a weapon to use on more monsters. You were getting right. an item that could like kind of like the hook shot was yeah and like i mean yeah, it's like i need this really to travel places right and, and yeah. what i'm what i'm hoping for the only thing that i didn't like about link's awakening was first of all the text was slow and it came up like you know how every time you would like walk into a rock and it would be like oh you can't move this yet and i'm like i wasn't trying to move it i was oh, walking no. <laughs> and, and like and i mean that happened to me i can't tell you how many times i had to skip that dialogue box and then the fact that you could only assign one item at a time or I guess technically two. Yeah. But um, you had to keep going back in. Mm-hmm. And a lot of dungeons, you'd be going in, changing an item, doing one thing, changing the item back. See, that was fairly common for the the handheld games because yeah. they didn't have uh, like, like bumpers or anything. Or, yeah, C buttons yeah. or bumpers like the Oracle games uh, were for the Game Boy Color. And they, they had that and system, too. I'm actually glad you brought that up because I and we'll come back to Link's Awakening. But with the Oracle games. I started playing Oracle of Ages. Okay. Uh, I didn't get crazy far into it, but it really felt like Link's Awakening to me. It felt like almost the exact same game, like all the mechanics. All oh, of, I loved both yeah. so much. I, and I'm not knocking it, but I, I tried playing it right after Link's Awakening, mm-hmm. and I couldn't I couldn't get past like the first couple hours because I was just like, I feel like I'm restarting a game with nothing. Yeah. Another thing that Link's Awakening did include was the first time, first use of an ocarina in a Zelda game. It is one of the items, apparently, uh, uh, that I read about that you can get. Oh, that's, uh, yeah, yeah. One I of the latter mechanics, yeah. So the entire premise of Link's Awakening is to um, 
awaken the wind fish and to do yeah. that you need so the instead of triforce pieces at the end of the dungeon it's an instrument right yeah. right yeah which i do we think that was the kind of the first real push into like we're gonna put instruments and songs into these games and make them actual like either weapons or items that he can use actually I, wasn't um oh yeah because link's awakening came, came out before a link to the past right yeah okay yeah wait it did am it I, was am 93 I, my, was link's awakening really my timeline is like uh, right after my, like, that would make sense. I'm not sure because I, I only be played the uh, the deluxe version, so I'm not sure as far as timeline goes. Because I know that uh, a link to the past had yeah. Arena. We're, well. Guys, we're doing this episode a little bit differently. Normally, we have like we'll have like a sheet with all the timelines in front of us, but since we already covered the basic timeline, we're just kind of talking about yeah, we're kind these, of just like chatting. The, yeah, like the specifics of the game. A really uh, yeah. Speaking of specifics, but uh, one of the and the first things I can remember too, it might be the first time in the series was that it gave you side quests mm-hmm. in the open world. Yep. There were the seashells you could find. Yep. If I remember, yeah, there were seashells and it, which I mean, all the Zelda games, like you'd mentioned, it was open world from the get go. You could go anywhere. Yep. I mean, monsters are tough, but, and you might not be able to get into certain places, but there weren't, it was just, you could go anywhere, right? There wasn't anything to do maybe on the side. And this was a really cool addition. I thought, yeah. you know, it gave yeah. ready. You didn't have to do them, but it was a definite step in the right direction. And I'm glad that you brought up side quests. Cause I actually pulled up a, uh, a photo on my phone. So a lot of people are, um, they're hit or miss on the design of link in the new, uh, remake, but there's yeah. actually a side quest, uh, where a photographer will take a photo of you. And so I pulled it up on my phone and you can Google, uh, links awakening photograph or something along those lines for anyone who doesn't, um know what i'm talking about but they modeled link uh pretty well yeah, after looks, right after it this because like yeah. the, obviously the overworld pixel you like scaling that up well you can make that look however you want to but right. they're actually making it true to how he looked in the original game i well, like it and, and i think um oh man my train of thought totally just crashed isn't that the worst that that's like the fifth time this week that that's happened to me um but no i do love how they're how they're trying to pull from that source for mm-hmm. his look um, and speaking of like those, that's what I was going to say. Speaking of the side quests, uh, I loved that aspect of it. I think the only thing, and this was just a remnant of that era of gaming, I think was it, it, during that time, people were reading gaming magazines and it was oh, a thing yeah. where you were, you had, yeah. to, you were buying the strategy guides. Like you kind Nintendo of had power. to, uh, yeah, and like, yeah, like, former like in the, power. and in the first Zelda, it's like you had to look at like the booklet and the maps and mm-hmm. like try to figure everything out. And like you, you had to read character descriptions. Uh, so I did, ha- I did find myself having to go online and look up like, okay, well, where do I go? Like I got this banana and I went to the place that I feel like it should be. And it turned out that I was going to the right place, but I needed to be standing on a certain tile and have a certain item equipped. And yeah. you know, th- those sort of hyper specific things. So I'm curious how they're going to tackle that. And the new one, are they going to have a better hint system? I wouldn't be surprised if there's an added NPC or like, true, like yeah. a little yeah. like or, or like a voice. But you need to stand over there. Something but, like that. Yeah, It'll yeah, be, yeah. It, because like you said, there were in back in the day and there's uh, there's a game um, called Star Tropics. I don't know if you guys had ever. It was a kind of a top down adventure, you know, just yeah, throwing think, a yo-yo and stuff. There were think, yeah, a couple of them. A, yeah. The very first game, though, required you. You had to have the instruction manual. You had to take the back page, run it underwater what an invisible ink that would give you one of like there were only like three codes 
So you could uh, nowadays you can go online and look up yeah. and just try each of the three codes. But it required you to use the instruction manual. Wow. Literally. There's so that reminds me of not to get too off topic. I'll bring it back in a second. But uh, that reminds me like back in the day, they used to do a ton of crazy things like that because I never played any of the Metal Gear Solid games. But oh. there was the back of the uh, the back of the box showed a specific radio frequency that you were supposed to be at to progress the story at a certain point and you would never know otherwise to go to that right. unless you like reference the box another thing about metal gear solid there was a, a a bad guy in i think the first one and people are gonna yell at us online but you know that's fine <laughs> where he would give you a, a riddle and you couldn't beat him basically until you r- saved the game turned it off plugged your controller into the second player port, restarted the game as that, and then you could can continue on with the fight. Hmm. It required, Metal Gear is what, it was, Hideo Kojima is one of those crazy, yeah. you know, like, I'm going to make yeah. you jump through hoops. And sometimes they're so literal, we're telling you what to do, yep. that you can't believe it. You're like, right. this is telling me to reset there the was, game. There was I can't a be. Zelda puzzle like yeah. that, and uh, it was one of the 3DS titles. I can't remember if it was Phantom Hourglass or Spirit Tracks, but there was a puzzle where, um, cause you could see the game on both screens and yes, there was, you had to mash it together. Yeah, right? There was a, there was a puzzle on top and you had to replicate it on the bottom and you couldn't figure out a way to move it or whatever. You have to literally close the screen no of your way. DS. Like two pieces of paper touching. <laughs> yeah, to, yeah. To put the that's top amazing. on the bottom. And then I, I remember reading stories I, I of people like, like you that. See, that's though. the thing. They make these systems like the Wii was perfect. Like it is a motion system. We're yep. going to utilize these tools. The DS like, oh yeah, we're cool. It's going to do that. Yep. And then no other game does it. Like, right. why uh, don't we? Well, I'm Pokemon I'm saying, utilized it a yeah. little bit because there was a Pokemon but, where you had to have your DS upside down sure. to evolve it. Or, but yeah. utilize it to the level where people are like, hey, get creative. We're yeah. going to make a bunch of games that require so, this. And then, I mean, I'm going to just for the sake of time, I'm going to bring us back to uh, Zelda. And K- K- oh, yeah. K- yeah. Like, um, but speaking of, you know, continuing on with Link's Awakening. So this new one. It looks like it's going to be pretty true to form. Yep. Um, doesn't it? Didn't look like they changed too much. They just they really dolled it up. They made it look really really nice. They did probably add added a, a bunch dungeon of dungeon builder. Yes. Yes. Uh, which looks awesome. That'll so, be fun. Well, and it's more of a puzzle in and of itself. It's not necessarily from scratch dungeon builder. Will I'm, I be able I'm, to download other friends? That's dungeons? what I was about to say. I'm curious because it it looks like as you progress through the game, you'll get certain tiles that you can yeah. use for the dungeon builder. Oh. But the one thing I'm really curious of is like. If I make a super cool dungeon that's really, really hard to beat, if I can send the code today. The thing is, though, you can you don't design the rooms themselves. No, I know. I know. It's it's like use it's like a like puzzle pieces. kind. Yeah. Yeah. You get pre-designed rooms and you figure out their order. Oh, Um, okay. Yeah. 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 Um, Interesting. So that's going to bring us, though, to the thing that people probably actually tuned into this episode for Breath of the Wild 2. So the original Breath of the Wild. Dave, I can't remember. Did you say you'd played it? I have. Yep. Okay. Uh, and we so we've all played yep. it, beaten it. Um, <laughs> I took three days off work for it. Yeah, <laughs> it that was honestly one one of the, if not the best game that I probably ever played. It was a true ten out of ten, true masterpiece. Not, I have a few. I've I've heard a few fair critiques that I agree with. Okay, but, like well, I'm, I'm genuinely as. curious. So yeah. the the lack of proper dungeons. Yes, yes, that was yes, my biggest I give it that one. And uh, caves. Do we think I would loop those in with dungeons to caves like that? Like a, a traditional setting is gone. Fair. Are, is Breath of the Wild 2 going to have dungeons? Uh, I hope so. I think or, they, I, it will. It better have. Like, I don't want to be going back into Guardians. I think or that, if you do make it like 
You have to do three dungeons, so, then go to a guardian. I right? have, I have a few thing. theories that I want to share with you guys. Uh, there's a great, there are a couple of great YouTube channels. There's one that's called, oh gosh, it's Nintendo, Nintendo Black something, I think. Um, and then there's uh, Zeltic. And Zeltic is the one that's really top notch. Um, and he's going in and he's kind of really analyzing everything. First of all, this game looks like it's going to be way, way darker. Oh, I, sure. I think it's going to be the Majora's Mask to Ocarina. Mm-hmm. Do we know any what the villain? Because it's like a a spirit, a villain. Do we? It's not so canon. The, the the theory, the running theory right now is that the and and the guys, we do have some spoilers for Breath of the Wild. So uh, take this opportunity if you have not beaten Breath of the Wild to turn off the episode five four three two one. Okay, so and, well, also if you haven't seen the trailer for Breath of the Wild two. As we go into analyze yeah. it, you should pause. Yeah, check, yeah, it'll check take, out. It'll take like forty five seconds. Pause, pause now. Watch that trailer. So the the theory is that the the Ganon, you know, the Beast Ganon, the the all the Blight Ganons. Uh, what's the one form of Ganon? Just like the the one you fight, the main Calamity Ganon. Calamity, Calamity Ganon. Ganon. Yes, a Calamity, Calamity Ganon. Ganon. <laughs> <Yeehaw>! <laughs> <laughs> but the the running theory is that. All of those were basically projections yep. that uh, Ganondorf had done. Yeah, kind of, of, like, of the pure malice coming yeah, out of Ganondorf. Kind of body. like how he had Phantom Ganon. Yep. And like all the Blight Ganons clearly weren't him. Right. So the theory yeah, is that like all of those energy. were just. Ma- yeah, they were manifestations it, of the pure evil of, that of was the malice. Out yeah. Is this another manifestation? And then? so the the running theory, theory right now is it's pretty obvious that the, the skeleton is Ganondorf. Ooh. Um, oh, yeah, it's yeah. for sure Ganondorf. I, for some reason, I didn't even think about that, but I love it. Oh, it's so, totally Ganondorf. So the OG a, body yeah. there's a couple. There's a couple frames where, uh, as the camera's zooming in on the body, it'll, like, it flashes lightning, and you can see a shadow of Ganondorf on the wall. Oh, I thought that but, was the spirit energy. But the, the hand was, so... Uh, in the trailer, the hand is, like, pinning him down. Yeah, like but when the chest. lightning flashes against the wall, the hand is, like, about to get him. So it was the moment that he was, like, sealed away, pretty much. And you can see, like, yeah. his full body. So it is, like, Ganondorf. So I've read a few things. Uh, since we're in kind of the rumor mill right now. Because, yep. like we said, it's not coming out till November or Christmas. Um, I, I don't think they've announced the wild too. No, it's not announced. <clears throat> yeah, yet. no, they haven't announced the date. Do we yet. think it'll make it by Christmas? No, no I doubt no. it. Oh, I don't think we'll see it next for summer. Two years. Yeah, really? I, think, I think it'll take yeah. take a couple years for sure. Really? Yeah. Well, and I don't know. So they, what I'm, they well, only announced it's in development, but okay. And they did push back Breath of the Wild, I think twice. That is true. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So I, there were a couple questions also asked right after they showed the trailer of the. Um, I don't know if it was the head designer, some uh, high up director or something of the game, uh, and they were saying first off. Is there any relation to Majora's Mask? Because this is the kind of the next time we've seen a kind of direct sequel in the same yeah, yeah. time frame and in the same uh, the like same, en- dimension. same dimension. Well, yeah, using We're the saying, same engine, the same engine where, you know, like Majora's Mask was like, hey, he beat the hero of time mm-hmm. didn't end up or like this is the branch. It, the people were like and they said, no, this is not. They said we've made Breath of the Wild, too, because. We just had too much DLC ideas. Right. We could not produce the DLC. Well, and there was a lot and to we'd note. have to make a full There new was game. a lot to note. Like, Link has the Master Sword in this trailer. Yes. And so yep. it's a question of, like, is the Master Sword fully powered yet? Because it's not in Breath of the Wild. Yeah. Um, it's it's not even at half power. It's like it's breakable. It runs out of energy. 
Um, so there's, we, there's that question. How do we think that... I think that was more of just like a, to, a way to get around the, the weapon breaking system. Yeah, it would recharge. Like, yeah. So there's the ma- like, the, you can't lose the master sword. Yeah, I don't, but it's also, I don't think it's also the only way. game that's been optional in, which makes me think that if he's starting with it in this one, it's gotta be like, or if he has it in this trailer, that it's gotta be something that's, that's a little bit more pivotal. And if he's actually trying to seal away Ganondorf this time, mm-hmm. then he's got to have that sword. Yeah, that's fair. Um, How do we feel about the breakability of everything in Breath of the Wild? I like it. I really do. Do you think it will be the same in Breath of the Wild 2? Or well, will they dumb it down a little bit because people did? I could. There was a big outcry. I could I, deal with it being dumbed down a little bit. I, like if if everything had like, you know, one and a half times durability. See, there there are pros and cons to it. The The pros being... Um, you can't like just run around and hack and slash everything and like throw caution to the wind and then just beat everything up. But right. the con is that the good weapons that you do find, you don't want to break them on like the bulk goblins that you right. You see. hold on just, to them. Yeah. Yeah. So you're you're like intentionally avoiding fights because you don't want to break the good stuff you have. I just remember at the very first like 10 minutes of the game. I was like, oh, no, mm-hmm. I don't know about this. But then I got very used to it, understood it, yeah. what was going on. But I remember being like, this was a huge turn off. What I'm what I'm worried about and what I'm curious about is, first of all, is this going to be a sequel or a prequel? Sequel. Um, it's totally a sequel. Yeah. They've and, announced it's a sequel. and the other the other thing that I'm more curious about is if it's actually going to take place in Hyrule because they show the castle lifting off and I would be, I would honestly be a little bit disappointed if it was the exact same map. I think what they're going, this is my personal theory. I haven't read anything on this, but I think so in the trailer at the very end, you can see Hyrule lifting up into the sky, right? Just the castle though. Yeah. Sorry. Yeah. yeah. Hyrule castle lifting up into the sky. So they're obviously traversing beneath Hyrule castle. Right. Uh, when they find Ganondorf. Yeah, but, in the dungeons. Um, I think it will be in the same the same like map. But I think that Ganondorf Awakening will sp- like spread darkness everywhere and it'll be different enough where um, it won't really be that big of a deal. If it's going to be the same map, I'm going to call it. It'll be out next year. Yeah, if it's the that same will map, definitely. Yeah. Oh, it'll cut development. It will. Third it would sure. literally. I, I, I even, mean, they can expand the map, add another area, another con- yeah. like a little country. Or another little town. Or add, or add underground stuff heard, underneath the map. The, like the, the Minish village was missing from the first one. People wanted in this one. There was a Minish village. Yeah. With little people. Yeah. And you could mm-hmm. run and talk. And well, like, it's um, cute. I, I would also be, and I mean, I don't think it's going to happen on this one, but I think it would be really cool if, you know, that castle keeps rising up. And then we end up mm. with like some sort of like above, not necessarily like a skyward sword, but like a sky based. I like, do think that'll be the it. final area is you have to go through Hyrule Castle again with Ganondorf at the top. Yeah. Yeah. But like you have to get X, Y and Z to get up to the but, sky. I, mean, I loved that's like one of my favorite things about Majora's Mask was the fact that we left Hyrule and we went to Termina. I would love it if we had something similar to that where it's it's not you're not in Hyrule like Hyrule is somewhat safe at the moment, but you need to take care of Ganondorf in this new land. Yeah, but that would almost I don't want to say because they these people the developers spent so much time building this huge map for Breath of the Wild and then right. if they're reusing the engine I feel like they wouldn't just throw the entire map I can't imagine it. yeah, yeah I, and the other thing too the reason that I'm cool. I'm almost positive it won't be an, another map yeah. entirely anyway is because I've been reading anyway the reason that this sequel is happening is because they had too many ideas for DLC yeah, yeah. so like they yep. so it's going to be 
some version. The other thing that is, it's blowing my mind because it's probably going to happen, is that I think that Zelda will finally be a playable character. Yes, yeah, because they said she's searching for her powers like at the end of the first one, or she hasn't awoken them yes. yet. Guys, but guys, also, guys, we've been playing as Zelda for the past 20 stop. games. What, <laughs> um, <laughs> what if Zelda was the, a girl? But in the trailer, <laughs> in the trailer, as Zelda is walking, you can see that she had shorter hair. Yeah, which pulled the Captain Marvel. If you went to play as her, would reduce clipping on the player model. There you go. Oh yeah, yeah. that's true. Yeah, yeah, and everybody wants to dress her up. Uh, absolutely. Exactly. Now I have a theory that will kind of cure the whole map a conversation. Game theory. A game. Sorry, Matt. Dave's Pat. game. <laughs> theory. I love, game, I love no, game uh, theory. Shout out to Matt. Pat. If I know Matt, we were Matt just, Pat, if you're listening, we were just talking. Yeah, we were just talking about the lack of. Uh, traditional temples that's what you add to it yeah that's you oh, yeah. have the same map you add like you said they're underground in yep. the, so we could have easily uh, like he was buried in the old okay uh, question so this is the original ganon corpse before he was sealed away correct yes what model are we going to look at when he's i'm sure he'll go to his traditional form and look you know alive again mm-hmm. what do you think we'll see do you think it'll be close to ocarina of time will that then set this hyrule in Another game's didn't, through line. Didn't someone overlay the Breath of the Wild map over, um, like Z- Zeltic, time Yeah, map? same guy, Zeltic. Yeah, yeah, and it's like everything's in the same spot as it well, was. So because I think it's Laman Ranch is there. Like there are yeah, definite. Exactly. I honestly, like, I nods. think that we're gonna see Ganondorf as that sort of zombified. Like I'm just keep, I'm geeking out over here. That would yeah. be so cool to see yeah. Ocarina of Time Link seal away Ganondorf and then. Link's ancestor from way down the line has to fight the resurrected game. I would like to see like a cool half like zombie like they've I don't know if there's concept art for what uh, Anakin Skywalker's spirit would be because he's so split in half. It would be half like Darth Vader molding into his flesh, which would be dope. So something. Yeah, I hope it is more reminiscent of the Ocarina of Time, even just his clothes and armor. Yeah, that's all they give us. And And, he's still a zombie. Honestly, this game is giving, in my opinion, anyway, an opportunity for them to do it right. As far as the final boss, because I was so excited to go in and like Calamity again and what in this uh, cutscenes was like this big spiritual evil beast right. thing. And I was like, oh, when I finally get to him, it's going to be like Ganondorf or we're going to have like a, a fight person on person. Right. And then no. it was like you shoot a bunch. I was a rail. It was a rail down. shooter on a big yeah. pig. Like it was yeah. it was <laughs> so literally almost like a like a Skyward Sword, like demise fight. Like I want to fight a person like the the monk at the final DLC for Breath Did of the Wild. Did you play that, by the way, the DLC? No, so that's the, the thing so I was going to ask you guys about. So that. one of the the final DLC for Breath of the Wild's boss is one of the shrine monks. Yes, the meditating it's like, dudes. It's really hard. It is a tough, like really tough hard. Fight. That's what the final boss should have been, and that's think, what I want Ganondorf to be. Well, that's a good question. So these the mummified dudes they were sealed away at the same time as Ganon, right? Is that yeah, why they look? They known. look very. I don't know zombie. the lore of okay, them. I but, but, but they're definitely related. There's, there's, there is zero doubt that there's a relation there because they're, they're Sheikah, they're of right? the old time. They're Sheikah, right? I think, I think so. Yeah. And yeah. someone said uh, it might have been in that analysis video, but the Sheikah was the ones that like created Redeads and all that stuff. So uh, there might right. be a little bit of like undead. So we're going to be. I, I mean, I think we might be looking at a Redead Ganon or Ganondorf rather. Oh, that would be so cool. Like, and that would be it'd be a killer boss, and it could even be something where he's beefed up and you have to fight him a couple times. And every time he's getting closer to that zombified form, but he's getting stronger through mm-hmm. that. We're, we're, we're all just like, we're, we're all we're just like, like staring. Everybody's in like contemplation mode now because it's just something that we're all geeking out about so much. I, uh, I mean, realistically, I'm going to love the game no matter what's oh. in it, who's in it, whatever. It's just, 
they it could literally be Breath of the Wild. It's like, one, the, Hulk, again. It's like the Pokemon. <laughs> yeah, like, I would, you could literally just sell me the same game. I'd be like, wait up, okay, yeah. and just play it all. I love it's, it. It's like the Pokemon thing to me, where they they have the like the opportunity to set it up perfectly is totally there, and it's just whether or not they capitalize on it. Right. I would. I love the through lines and like connecting certain games to each other. Yep. So I, that is my, now we're kind of into the future of the, what we're hoping to see from the breath of the wild too, especially because I think links awakening, we know we there's going to be some extras, but oh, it's yeah. pretty, it's, it's a, it's remake. a remake. Yeah. It's a remake yep. of the game, but this, I really hope they do some universe, more universe building that they yep. do gracefully and just, have some, I want, like, when I walked into the old Lon Lon Ranch in Breath of the Wild 1, I was like, mm-hmm. this is Lon Lon Ranch, but it's all, like, broken yeah. down, and, like, and like, also, an, like I was like, this is so cool, because it's, like, almost exact. Yeah. And if I, you think about it, since they're using the same map, like, yes, it'll cut down on production time, because sure. they don't have to make a whole new map, but that also gives them the opportunity to make so many new everything. Because like, there yeah, was a lot of open and, space. Yes. Which was great, and it would made it beautiful, and it made, like, the exploring and the hunting yep. an awesome aspect. I yeah. think... I think this one will rely a little less on the hunting and the cooking mm-hmm. and a little more heavily on levels and temples. I would definitely be okay with less cooking. That was one thing that I did did not love. I Honestly, heard. I didn't even really do it that much. I, I yeah. thought of it as a, as a totally optional thing. Like I you agree. can beef your dude up if you want to, but it wasn't necessary to beat the game. I, I thought it I was, it like uh, there were only a couple times where it's like, you need this thing like yeah. to reduce the heat or whatever. Right. But um, I heard rumor that Red Dead Redemption 2, and I mentioned this on the first Zelda episode, was pushed back almost an entire year because they looked at breath of the wilds hunting and gathering system and they said oh the ours is way too complex ours we need to make it like zelda and they really did mm-hmm. you take yeah. it down to like you don't need a, a specific veal meat as opposed to cow meat to make you know like right, stuff like that right. you can you can pretty much if you have a meat product and a fruit product you can put them together it doesn't yeah. And I, I thought, and like you said, you could make it as intricate as you wanted, and that gave you better boosts yep. if you were that kind of a player. And if you just wanted to eat a raw apple, you could. You didn't have to cook it. Yeah. Yeah. And it was, I thought, a very graceful survival game. Because like, Nintendo doesn't have too many survival? No, not really. Is this the first, like, kind of, uh, like, Fallout-esque survival I don't game? know if I would call it survival, necessarily, because you don't... Like you were saying, you, you don't gotta eat and cook. Just, there are elements where it's like, damn, but, I gotta go find a fire. Your health isn't deteriorating Correct. if you're not, and, it, yes. and you can. You don't have, you have to. You don't have to seek shelter. You do, yeah. Well, and you do have to. The, the climate gear that is one aspect yep. for which, sure, which they've always had though. You couldn't go into the fire mountain. You can go that's into the true, volcanoes yeah. without true. the red tunic, they, which they, which let's be honest, that's a huge ocarina of time was revolutionary in that yeah. idea. Like where I was like, oh, no, I will catch on fire Mm -hmm. if I go in this level. Yeah. Yeah. Um, And again, I mean, as as far as any other future stuff goes, I would still be interested to see what they could do with like a Netflix series. Um, I don't I think it'd be really hard to do it right, but I'd be curious to see what they could do. Uh, as far as like something live action, I'd almost want to see like what they're there's They've set up like a little narrative in the new Star Wars movies of it's legend. You were hearing about the sagas of these people. So it can oh, almost yeah, yeah. be it's the legend of Zelda. If you want to make a movie, Link's not your main character. Make him a yes. Mad Max character. You have townsfolk as your main character. Your your way in. Right. Who are there's a main group of kids or something. It, it doesn't have to be kids, but like there could be an adventure along with Link or Link yeah. joins up with a group and he's yeah. just the stoic badass. Yeah, honestly, that yeah. that's like the only that's, a, that's the only way I would be okay with it personally because Link or maybe is like an animation. Yeah. Because of all because of all these games, like 
the the reason we can connect to it so well and it's so memorable for us is because we you're we the are the hero of legends right, saving right. the world. He is our link. Yeah. So if you're just watching uh, a Netflix special and it's Link beating yeah, Ganon, it's not going to be as cool because you're not experienced. Like you're not the protagonist. It's the it's that awesome idea of every time you see a movie. I'm going to bring it back to Star Wars, but you're hoping to see Boba Fett pop up. You know, right. or like you're like, what cameo is going to come in this new movie mm-hmm. that's going to blow my pants off? That's almost you're like, I don't want to see Link. I want to wait for Link two, three episodes in. Right. And then like, oh, oh, yeah, yeah, like that sort of a thing. <laughs> um, so, yeah, I mean, guys, there's uh, obviously with with Zelda, we could we could do an entire podcast. Send us your hopes on. Yeah. Your hopes and wishes for Breath of the Wild, too. And like, let us know what you want. What and let us know what you thought of Breath of the Wild one. Yeah. Let us know yeah. and what you like might hope they change. I just saw uh, one of a buddy on Facebook. Yeah. He just made a status how he was like, guys, I'm going to be honest. I hate Breath of the Wild. And I was like, you're the only person I've really seen who's like, I've seen people not care for it, but full on hate. He, and he gave a very a long paragraph about what his really? problems. And I was like, you know what? Those are all he is a traditional Zelda fan, which is very yeah. respectable. And this game was a complete, I would say, uh, not a 180, well, but, but it like, went so so close to like the original Zelda. Like it was, it kind of circled back a little bit to its origins. Circled back, but all, but then added so much. Yeah, like he yeah. did not care for the weapon breaking and the yeah. uh, stuff like that. So, but I can totally appreciate that. So give us that feedback. And then, uh, and we might be doing, you know, when uh, when Link's Awakening the remake comes out, uh, more than likely we'll end up doing a giveaway of a copy of the game. So. Just keep your eyes peeled for that because we're gonna yes. yeah we're gonna set something up on Instagram for that. Um, I'm sorry, Will, you can't enter. Um, That's right. But uh, oh, you, you know what we should do? We should do it as like a pre-order giveaway. And we'll, we'll probably be doing a playthrough of Breath of the Wild soon. We might do it. send us ideas if you want to see us walk through a temple for you or some or one of the guardians. Yeah, let yeah. us know and we will do it. And before we go, Will, is there uh, is there anything that you want to plug your social media? Any upcoming projects? Yeah, where can people Re- find you on Instagram? Uh, yeah. Sure. So uh, just a little backstory. Uh, so I am a professional disc golfer sponsored by Discraft. That's what I do when I'm not geeking out about Zelda <laughs> Hell yeah. uh, with my friends. So uh, on Instagram, I am Goringer Disc Golf, uh, G-O-E-R-I-N-G-E-R. Uh, and it's mostly disc golf stuff, little gaming stuff here and there if it's in the winter or whatever. But that's uh, that's what I do in my free time. Nice. And uh, and he's he's being modest about it, but he actually has a website launching soon, too. Yes, that is true. Um, uh, so like it'll be... It'll be launched by the time this goes live. Yeah. But uh, what's the address? Uh, GoringerDiscGolf.com. Will it be by the time this goes live? Yeah. When does it launch? Monday. Okay. Yeah. Definitely. Then. No. This this comes out. This is this will be Friday. Oh. Well, is then. this Friday? This Friday is. Yeah. Yeah. We, well, we, then we recorded days. some episodes out of order, everybody. <laughs> oh, so chi- okay. Big behind the curtain. Child's Play is next week. Then. Child's Play came out last week. Oh, I'm all over yeah, the place. Ha ha. Yeah. All right. So next week. Doom. Doom. Yeah. All right. So instead of instead of days, GoringerDiscGolf.com uh, will launch on June 24th. There Perfect. we go. Perfect. And just so everybody knows, in case you missed the, we will have Will's name spelled out in the title. Yeah. So, yeah. 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 Uh, and then uh, if you want to follow me on Instagram, it's at the Zach Rogers. And I am at the Dave of Wonders. So make sure you guys check us out there as well as, of course, our franchise unpacked. Uh, Instagram, because that's where we honestly post 
everything. Oh yeah. Um, but yeah, we're we're so happy that you guys joined us. Will, thank you for being on the show yeah, again. Thank you for having me. Bringing you back into the studio. Yep. Thanks everyone for listening. Uh, make sure to share, subscribe, listen on where all podcasts are heard. Tell your friends. Tell your family. And uh, and watch on the YouTube. We're we're getting there. We promise. It's it's a slow process. <laughs> we promise. But especially with these episodes coming up, we've got some gameplay stuff oh, yeah. we want to do. Oh, yeah. So so. All right, everyone. Cool. We'll catch you later. Take it easy. See ya. Thank you so much for joining us, everybody. The next franchise we'll be unpacking is Doom. But in the meantime, feel free to drop us a line with any questions, comments, or future episodes at franchiseunpacked at gmail.com. Also, be sure to subscribe to us on iTunes, Stitcher, Google Play, and Spotify. And be sure to share so we can keep these episodes coming your way. Thanks, everybody. We'll see you next time.